Welcome, everybody, to our episode 36 of the Dragon Cast. My name is Brian Daniels, and I'm back once again with my podcast partner in crime, Victor Salazar. Victor, how you doing today, my man? Hey, what's going on, man? Getting some coffee, getting pretty used to this early morning wake up. What is that? Yeah, it's like six o'clock in the morning, right? Oh, man, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. I'm awake. You know, removing the crust from my eyes and all that good stuff. But, eh, man, I get, I get that, good, man. Good thing this is not a video feed, man. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know because because when you got all the when when you got in here with me, you had the video on. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not right. Don't want to see me right now. I'm like, it's, it's, it's it's bad. That's the gro- That's the grogginess, man. I just turned it on. I like, put the video on. I got my eyes closed, and I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's get this going, man. But that's just how it is, you know. But no, everything is good, man. Everything life is yeah. good. Everything is good. Moving that's forward, good, pressing that's on. Good. Absolutely. So yeah, man. How about you? How are things going on your end? Man, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, you know, feeling all right. You know, uh, just had some issues, you know, uh, a couple days ago yesterday too. And, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better than I did yesterday. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. Life's good. Uh, can't really complain too much and it wouldn't do any good if I did anyway. So, uh, we right. got a lot to, uh, <laughs> we got a lot to go over today on this episode of the dragon cast. Uh, First, though, we want to get into uh, some announcements, some things you guys can look forward to here coming up soon. Uh, first off, on our uh, on, on next week's episode, the 37th episode, we're going to have our friend Chester Rushing on the podcast. And if you don't know who Chester Rushing is, he is an actor. He was on the show Stranger Things. He was in the first season. And uh, he also did a show on Netflix called Daybreak. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they only did a season of that. And uh, he's been doing some other things, trying to find some other things to work on. Because, of course, you know, with what's going on, it's, it's been kind of hard for Hollywood uh, this year. And yeah, that's uh, right. he also has a uh, Twitch channel. You can go to uh, twitch.tv forward slash Chester Rushing. And he does stream a lot of Fortnite on there and quite a few other, quite a few other games. And uh, I didn't realize this, Victor. What's up? I've known Chester for a couple of years now. I, I didn't realize he... Uh, He's a musician. He actually is a singer. I didn't know that. He's got some songs on Spotify. I, I didn't. Cool. <laughs> I, did, no, I did you, not. I didn't know that, man. And here's here's one more thing, just in case you didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. he he worked as a music therapist for autistic children, dude. He worked so as a music good. therapist for autistic kids. Wow, that's right. That's okay. right. Okay. I don't know how okay. long he did that, but he did that. So I know he was a musician. I know that's, I was looking him up, cool. and I and I thought that was really cool. I was like, you know, that's good. That's putting awesome. your talent to great use right there. You know. Yeah, he, uh, him and I actually got to. He had he invited me on his stream, I think it was like four nights ago, uh, to play Fortnite with him. And um, he's a good dude. He he has a great heart. He has his heart in the right place. He was doing some streams for, uh, oddly enough, for Make a Wish. And we just had KJ. Really? On. See, that's yeah, cool, he, man. we just had KJ on last last week for Make a Wish, and so he's doing things for Make a Wish. And uh, he did a he did he was doing some streams to raise some money for Make a Wish, and. Um, he invited me on to play some Fortnite with him, so I was on his Twitch channel with him playing some Fortnite, just chilling. That's cool, man. You know, That's we were cool. chatting about stuff, and he had uh, he had me promote uh, the show, uh, our podcast on on his stream, which is great. And um, so we're definitely looking forward to having Chester on next week. And then, um, guys, stay tuned because in, we are four weeks away, Victor. I can't believe this from having our fortieth show. Uh, you know, it, it seems really weird. <laughs> Big old four oh, huh? That we're wow. already we're already that that uh, far in that we've done uh, almost twenty episodes since we've been back. 
and um, this will be our 40th show. It'll be on the, uh, I, I think it's like the, the 21st, I believe, or 22nd will be our fourth uh, 40th show. And um, got some, uh, it's going to be a great show because we're going to be doing a little bit of a reunion show, a Dragon Cast reunion. And, um, yeah, that'll be cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, right. And yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna be great. We're gonna be having um, we're gonna be having uh, uh, our old uh, one of our old co-hosts. She was a co-host for I think about three episodes. She wasn't there very long, but uh, her name is Kona. She's she's uh, she's uh, she's awesome. And yeah, Kona's great. Kay's she's awesome. Done some, she's done some shows with us before, and uh, she's gonna be joining us for that episode. And then. I, I was able to get a hold of uh, uh, of my old co-host, the one of the original co-hosts of this podcast, Andrew. Andrew, and, uh, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be joining us all the way from England <laughs> that day. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what Andrew's been up to, man. I mean, yeah, and Andrew, man, they they're awesome people. Yeah, I, I, great I, co-hosts. Love, looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I chatted with both of them uh, for a little bit a few nights ago. And, uh, and they're both very, very excited. Andrew's really excited too, because he hasn't done any, any sort of podcasting in a long, long time. And, uh, actually what's great about Andrew is he, uh, he's, he's one of the first co-hosts I ever had. I've, I've, he was one of the first people I ever did a podcast with. Even oh, that's right. Huh? You guys show. go back years. Huh? So, so for those who don't know that this podcast actually stemmed from, uh, an old podcast called the game facts or game FAQs for those who like to say it like that um <laughs> podcast that we did um many years ago probably about eight years ago it's been that long yeah yeah and uh, all right we weren't able to do that after a while uh i was actually doing it with uh, with andrew in the U- in the uk over there and then uh i think his name was mike and he was in italy so think about how early i had to get up in the morning to do the show. <laughs> remember i said i had to get up sometimes at 4 a.m to do a podcast and that was when it was so uh, Victor, you want to talk about crusties in your eyes. You can imagine right? <laughs> how um, sleep depraved and how much coffee I had to have to, to do a show that early in the morning. But um, that, that, that podcast uh, uh, is, was where this one stems from. And uh, I reached out to Justin. I found out about Dragon Blogger. And um, it, it, there's more to that story. We'll, we'll probably talk about that sometime. But but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save there. that story for the reunion episode. Yeah, man, we'll talk about that. So they're going to be on in four weeks from today. And uh, so looking forward to having them on the show. It's going to be really cool to, to talk with them as well. Now, uh, Victor, we have, a, we have a Patreon. No, that we do. We have a Patreon. Tell the folks at home all about our lovely Patreon page, Victor. Go ahead. Dude, I'm looking at it right now. And let's see at the number of Patreons we have today. We started, we we launched this last week. (laughs) We (laughs) we launched this last week, right? And we're not very big on self-promotion. We're not. We like to blurb. We like to just discuss the stuff here. That's right. But uh, what's our Patreon? Is it patreon.com slash the Dragon Cast? That's right. That is right. The Dragon Cast, right? That's right. I I have it bookmarked. You got it. But... As I'm looking at it, I see we have one patron. What? One patron? One patron? Is that me? I think that's me. I think that's I went you. Ahead and I think I went ahead and I jumped in here, and I'm a patron of our own podcast. Now, Ooh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So let's just talk about this just for a quick second, okay? You got it. You got it. 
So, you know, look at this and be like, dude, how can you be your own patron to your own stuff? That's like paying yourself. Well, the mm. way I see it mm-hmm. and the way I think you see it as well. Oh, yeah. You got to believe. You got to believe in what you do, right? That's you gotta right. Support, you got to support what you do. That's right. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, you know what? I support our, our, our podcast. I support our video feeds. I support our guests and our viewers. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump on here. I'll be a member. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this is going to be our mini savings account now so we can get our, our, our stuff rolling so we can start getting things going. Absolutely. And uh, we only have two tiers now, guys. But we are going to add tiers as we, as the number of patrons uh, increase. Uh, maybe we'll have uh, set goals, you know. Maybe once we hit 50, we'll add another tier. Yeah. Maybe once we hit 100, we'll add another tier. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, we'll be giving out uh, special uh, stuffs, I guess we can say, mm-hmm. uh, for those tiers. And, uh, you know, we'll talk more about those as the time comes. But, I mean, right. we're planning on doing some live shows. We got some stuff. Uh, uh, oh, I shouldn't say. It. Well, should I say live shows? Is that even is that even the thing? Can we yeah. do that? Yeah, I think we can, right? Yeah. So I think we got some things in the works, man. We might do some live shows. We could go uh, live on thinking, YouTube. We can go live. Live on. Yeah, we're man. thinking of doing some live shows. We're thinking yeah. of doing some shows on location. Uh, we yeah. got some plans, guys. We, we, we do. We got some things in the works right we now. Got some plans. And uh, we're gonna need your support. Um, <laughs> so if you guys can help support us uh, to get some of those plans in motion, we don't want to talk too much into it just now because they're still just early development. But that's right. We're working on some stuffs, man. Be excited, Dragoncast family. Be excited. That's right. Yeah, and 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 that's a great way to put it, man. Uh, I think I'm gonna be a Patreon member too because it's three <laughs> bucks a month and it's a savings account. Right. You know, I mean, look, we, we're, we're putting our own money into it. So we're going to lay the, we'll lay the groundwork on it and then uh, we'll let it take off from there. And like, we got to like, be the foundation, man. That's we right, be man. The foundation. And like Victor just said, you know, uh, the more people that, that uh, become a Patreon member, the more tiers that you'll unlock as well, that you'll have the ability to sign up for. And, uh, yeah, we could even do like uh, a live show on like Streamyard or something like that and, and do like, uh, you know, especially like if we have special guests on and things like that. So we'll, uh, we'll go from there. And then, uh, also I don't want people to forget about our other, our, our sponsor. We got, we got uh, monthly tea club and I've had people say, you know, when you say monthly tea club, it sounds like I'm like, 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 like tea to drink. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not drinking tea. <laughs> Right. Let's yeah, get some of that. Let's get some the, of that Earl Grey in yeah, here, boy. Yeah, get some of that Earl Grey. <laughs> English breakfast. I yeah. told you, you gotta, you gotta show off the shirts, man. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I, I'm wearing one right now, but we're not doing a video. No video yet. feed, right? So, so, I'll, so we'll, so when we have Chester on next week, I promise you guys, I will have, I will be wearing a monthly Tea Club shirt. But anyway, and we're not talking to Earl Gray here. And we're right? not talking to Earl Gray. It's going to be, you know, it would be funny if it was a t-shirt that had something to do with tea on the shirt. That would be like funny. Fourth dimensional, you know, like inception type shirt. That'd be cool. But, um, but you guys could go to monthlyteaclub.com and uh, you guys can sign up for a subscription. There's no contracts. You don't, you're not like, you know, it's month to month. You don't have to lock in for like six months. And the best part is, guys, because you were listening, because we know we have millions of people listening to the show right now, that um, you guys can go and type in discount code DRAGONCAST. Oh, you nice. get your first month 
for five dollars, Victor, for the same price as a number nine combo at McDonald's. And I know <laughs> that never, because I'm it's my favorite one that. to get. I'm never gonna forget that number and nine you never, combo. You should never forget that. <laughs> anytime you go to McDonald's and see the number nine combo, just think of a just think of monthly uh, key club. Give me the Brian guys. Our, give me the Brian. That's right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can go and sign up for that right now. Uh, the first month is five bucks. You get you can get a T-shirt. And uh, actually, uh, I'll have a video coming out this week. Uh, you guys get to see my new my new T-shirt. I'm wearing it right now. I'm not gonna tell you oh, what nice. it is. You got to, you'll have to watch the video on our Dragon Blogger YouTube channel. And uh, but you, you guys will be able to uh, check that out. And uh, then after the after your first month, it does revert to if you decide to keep it uh, the 14.99 uh, typical price. And I believe they even have a tier where you can do two T-shirts. Nice. And they'll send you too. But uh, go check them out. They're, it's fantastic. Thank you guys so much for um, sponsoring our show. And, support. Uh, and yep. And appreciate it. Support and some love. We appreciate it. Um, so when, when can we expect yeah. that video, man? About Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Man, we'll, we'll, say, we'll say Thursday. So we'll, say have Thursday. It, we'll have it out end, by end of the week. End of the week. Absolutely. Sounds Absolutely. good. That way I'm, I can look forward to that too, man, because I love those right. shirts. I love T-shirts, and I love, I love how you display that for me. So, you know, I always have comments about it. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Anytime. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about today on this show. We got, we're going to go over a lot of uh, news, mostly, mostly gaming news here today. Um, so, Victor, Dr. Disrespect is finally back. He finally He's came back. back. He came back a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we haven't really had a chance to do a, a news type podcast because we've had some guests on the past two weeks. But that's okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but uh, let's get right into this, man. So Dr. Disrespect came back a couple weeks ago. Uh, and it's crazy that uh, he finally came back. He's on YouTube. And uh, he came back on the 7th of August uh, to over... Half a million viewers, Victor. And then I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I knew that many people were watching me play a game. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, right? That's yeah, half a million game. people watching you. Listening he had over to you? He, he had over half a million people live watching him on YouTube. And uh, he's he he hasn't signed any uh, exclusive uh, exclusive deals with with YouTube or anything like that, uh, according to this article from The Verge. He uh, mm-hmm. he uh, is thinking about uh, just working with other platforms like Facebook Gaming, um, his own personal website, The Champions Club, and uh, you guys can go over to uh, YouTube.com forward slash Doctor Disrespect if you guys want to join his uh, YouTube channel. It's like I think it's like four ninety nine a month or something like that. It's yeah, five bucks he added he added a join button on there too. Yeah, and um, so for those who don't remember or don't know, Doctor Disrespect's real name is Guy Beam. And uh, he, uh, he's been on Twitch for a long time. And uh, he got banned from Twitch. Uh, it, it's been like a couple months ago. been June now. It's been that long. Yeah, it's, been long. it's been a while. And, and the crazy yeah. part about the whole thing is, is I don't think we have any new information as to mm-hmm. what went down behind that no. whole banning, right? No, he so, actually. That's crazy to me. Yeah, Dr. Disrespect actually came on. A, I watched his stream when he came back. And uh, he said he still doesn't know. He still he he claims. So so here's the thing. And this I I, I struggle with this. I really do because <clears throat> he he even said like I don't know. And then he goes and I know a lot of people aren't going to believe me. I mean I hate to say it, but it, it, it's it's a hard pill to swallow if you. Do, I just don't see how he can't know for two months 
when he yeah. when he had all these million dollar contracts, like literally with Twitch. So I think, like, I, I as much as I want to say yes, I trust you. I fully, you know, I fully trust that you're, you're, uh, you haven't found out yet. Part of me is kind of like I think that there's some NDAs that he can't, like, he can't talk about yeah. it. Uh, although I would think if he said he couldn't talk about it, he would probably tell us he couldn't talk about it. So yeah, I, that's, I, that's yeah. I don't know, man. I it's, see, guy, it's weird. It's doc, weird, Doctor. I've always felt that Dr. Disrespect was one of those guys that would say just what you said, you know, mm-hmm. dude, something happened, you know, yeah. but I can't talk about it. Yeah. That I would expect that from him, yeah. but that's not what we're getting here. We're getting the, no. I have no idea. So yeah, yeah I, I feel you. And I think I'm in the same boat too, where it's like, I think there is some truth to it where he doesn't know, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of evidence pointing to, he knows something. He's just not saying what that is. So it's a little bit out of character for him not to at least give us that straight arrow conversation that he's so used to having. But mm-hmm. um, it's just, it, it, it comes off as out of character for him mm-hmm. and it raises some eyebrows for a lot of people. And I wouldn't doubt it if, you know, part of that half a million viewers that jumped into his first stream back mm-hmm. was watching to see if he would give out information as to what happened. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that want to know what happened. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah. Cause you know what, the way I see it is the community supports each other, you know, for the most part. So a lot of the people watching Dr. Disrespect are also streamers themselves. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it if, you know, they're trying to get some information to avoid falling into an issue. Mm-hmm. you know, and getting banned and without having that info or, you know, everything being so tight lipped and no one saying anything, I think it's putting a lot of people uneasy because they just don't know what's allowed, what's not allowed. Would I be banned? Like Dr. Disrespect, would I not be told what's going on? I mean, there's just something there that I still believe he may know something, but he's just not letting us know what that is. Um, or maybe he doesn't know anything, but at least he knows the overview dude. like, you know, Twitch came to him and said, Hey, Dr. Disrespect, we're banning you because of this. We'll give you details later. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, I, I have no idea. I don't have those details. So I can't tell you guys what happened, but it's just not giving us anything right now, man. And it's so crazy to me. This is now August, almost September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we don't know anything yet. That's, that's insane. That to me is just so crazy in this day and age where news spreads so quickly mm-hmm. where someone can leak something and, mm-hmm. you know, it yeah. spread like wildfire. Like this is this is crazy. Like I can find out right now whether or not my neighbor did something ten years ago, and I'll find out in <laughs> ten minutes. I can't find out what happened here. It's just it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's just a weird, it's a weird scenario because the thing about Twitch is I, you know, uh, they they're usually pretty transparent about why they ban somebody, and they'll they'll let the streamer know right away. And here it's odd because. Uh, you know, they, they signed an exclusivity for with Dr. Mm-hmm. Disrespect back in March to keep him away from Mixer. Because, you know, at the time, uh, Mixer was becoming a popular streaming service. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy because last year, you know, Ninja left for, for Mixer. And then yeah. Shroud left for Mixer. Shroud. And now, uh, you know, back in – now Mixer is obsolete. It's not even around anymore. It, it ended back in uh, July. Uh, it ended back in uh, last month, and so of course you know you had uh, uh, you had uh, Ninja going back to uh, back to Twitch after to Twitch, playing right? around with yeah he messed around on YouTube for a little while just to, I guess kind of feel it out. 
but then he went back to Twitch. And then, of course, Shroud immediately went back to Twitch. I don't know if those guys signed a deal with Twitch. I don't think that they did because I don't think that Twitch needs to do that anymore. So I, so as, as someone who's just making an observation, since Twitch no longer needs to make exclusivity mm. deals, because they didn't do it with, I don't think they did it with uh, Ninja, and I know I don't think they did it for Shroud. So why do they necessarily need to keep one for Dr. Disrespect? And that's why I, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to keep saying it until, it's, until the news comes out. But I'm telling you right now, Twitch tried to use a loophole in Dr. Disrespect's contract because he stayed with Twitch. He didn't go to Mixer. And they paid him like millions of dollars to stay there. And now that Twitch or that Mixer was gone, they were like, oh, we don't really have to pay him this money anymore. So mm-hmm. I think they found some way to essentially, I guess, screw Dr. Disrespect out of the money. And I think I'm sure there's all kinds of lawyers involved on both sides. Oh yeah. And uh, I mean, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money a for him to money. miss out on. I mean, can you imagine like being told you're going to get this much money and then, and then budget for it. And then it just doesn't happen. Be gone. So yeah. I, I think that's what happened because I think it's a little odd that they just signed him to a deal back in March and three months later they're banning him. That's yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's a that's a good observation. That's a great point, and I and I think there is some truth to that. I wouldn't doubt it if you know, money mixer talks, goes man. down, mixer goes down, and all of a sudden there's no more. Like you said, there's no need for exclusivity. Uh, exclusivity. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't even say the word, dude. It's so early in the morning. Any more <laughs> exclusive contracts? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you know, it, it's it's there's no competition. Who's the competition right now for mm-hmm. Twitch? So if there's no competition and they're just paying, you know, Dr. Disrespect X amount of money, some millions and millions of dollars, then it's like, dude, we got to, we just spent money that we don't need to spend. How can we get some of that back? So there's got to be something there. I mean, uh, there's got to be some truth to that. I I do believe that's probably what's going on too. Um, But the fact that Dr. Disrespect, you know, Guy Beam says he doesn't know yeah, that that's the part that I'm more of a iffy dude. Like, if that's an if it's a contract issue, I think you can say that without mm-hmm. giving details, mm-hmm. right? So I I'm mean, some con- it's a contract dispute. It happens all the time. Contract dispute, contract dispute. But know. this this might be deeper than that. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, there it's, is something there. It's odd. It's odd to say the least. Uh, so yesterday was a big it's day. Crazy. Yesterday was a really big day for. Batman fans and I, I'm a huge Batman fan and uh, a big day for basically the, the DC universe uh, as, as a whole for DC. Anyway, um, we had some games released uh, or announced yesterday. We have the uh, suicide, suicide squad kills the justice league, which that's not going to come out until 2022, which is a little crazy. Um, but the trailer was just CGI. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that. I, 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 I don't, I want to, I'm not going to be playing CGI. I want, I want to see the gameplay. So I think it was a little odd. I think they had to have something to show off to kind of give people a feel for the, what the game's going to be like. Oh, here, and, here's the uh, thing. Here's the thing. Do you believe that maybe the game will be mostly CGI? <laughs> Imagine, that. So. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. I doubt that. I highly do. I do uh, but, too. But I was, I was, I was playing, I was playing games with that idea because yeah, Usually when you show off a trailer, you'll have, you know, at oh. least a tad of some gameplay or you got to tease the fans with something, you know, to have a, 
I guess, for lack of a better phrase, have a little mini movie. Mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything for me, you know? Like, hey, so, okay, so I just saw a trailer that had absolutely no anything about the game. You know, how is this mm-hmm. going to work? Mm-hmm. What am I right. looking forward to? So that's yeah, just my thought, my, my two cents on that. You know, hey, I thought yeah. that was a little weird. But we had, a, we had that game. Uh, uh, it had already been known it was going to be a game, I think, about a few weeks ago. And then, uh, you know, Warner Brothers, uh, the gaming, their gaming studio, uh, decided to show off a little teaser of that. And then they showed off the next game in the Batman series. So um, this takes place after the last Batman game, Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. And um, spoiler alert for anybody listening to the show who has not played that game, uh, Batman kills himself at the end of <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh you know and uh through a series of uh rather interesting twists and turns in arkham knight it was a great game by the way i absolutely love that last game um batman decides to uh blow up uh wayne manor and and killing uh himself and and alfred in the process which is really weird and yeah, so the dark, trailer right? uh, the trailer starts off this this new game called gotham knights uh, starts off with Batman essentially saying, "Hey, if you're seeing this, I'm dead." So there's that. That we're just gonna get that right <laughs> out of the way. This is not gonna be a game that's gonna feature you playing as Batman. Although I, I'm a little iffy about that. I don't think he's actually dead, but that's just me. That's what I'm saying. I just I don't speak, think speak, he's speak, dead, speak. but that's whatever. That's, I think that's a little uh, fool's gold there. Anyway, uh, some smokescreen. But um, right. But uh, you play as uh, he basically passes the uh, battalion of defending Gotham City over to four of its other heroes. So you got uh, so in this game you'll be playing as four different characters. You got Batgirl, uh, you've got Red Hood, and then you also have um, you Nightwing. also have Robin and Nightwing in yeah. the game. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting uh, to see how this is gonna work. I, I'm assuming with the trailer I watched it, you know, of it. It's gonna be. It's gonna have some co-op, I believe, in it somehow. Um, now, a lot of people are, are suggesting, and I'm really hoping this isn't the case. I'll tell you how I think this game is gonna go after I tell you this part. That this is gonna be a another games as a service game, and I really don't want this to be a games as a service game. Uh, if you don't know what that what that is, it's kind of like Destiny or Destiny Two or those kind of games where they're all mm. online. You have to buy DLC and expand the story. And, uh, and the reason why people think this is a games to service game is this is going to be DC's answer to the Marvel Avengers game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you something about that real quick. That Marvel Avengers game, it's, it's not the best. I, I got to play the beta uh, last week. And you do get to level up the Avengers, but it, it's just... It's a grind. It's, it's one of those games, much like a lot of games and service games, it's just a grind. And you don't get to create your own, like, Avenger, which I thought would be kind of cool to do. Um, you play as Miss Marvel and, and all the other Avengers for the most part, and I don't think it has anything to do with the, like, movie at all, Any, anything to do with the MCU. It's its own, like, standalone game, and I just, I just couldn't get into it. So... A lot of people are saying that the that Gotham Knights is going to be a uh, kind of very similar to, to that. Now, I'll tell you this: I don't think that's how this game is going to be. I kind of hope it's not like that. What I what I'm thinking, and this just kind of hear me out here, 
And I think this would be kind of neat. So I'm hoping that they do this game kind of like how Rockstar Games did Grand Theft Auto V. So mm-hmm. in, in, in GTA V, you could, you could switch between the three, main prota- or the three main protagonists in the game. And uh, when you would switch over to like Trevor, Michael, and Franklin, when you would switch over to them, you would see a really cool cutscene of them doing something like driving their car or getting into mm-hmm. a fight. So what I think would be cool is if you've got these four heroes spread all throughout Gotham, so they're doing something, right? So I would love to be able to do that kind of switch on the fly. Like, okay, let's go see what Robin's up to and then see him like stalking somebody. They show a little scene of him stalking somebody and then you control him and go from there. So I think that would be kind of neat to, to have that, you know, switch it up. And then, of course, in GTA V, there were some missions where you played as all three characters and they were in a mission together or just mm-hmm. two of the three. So I think that might be, and I think it would be kind of a cool way to do this and handle it, would be able to have those, okay, you know, Robin and Batgirl are going to team up in this mission and then, you know, you switch over to, uh, to Red Hood because he's about to come in and you play as him mm-hmm, and he comes mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of a neat way to do it. I think that would be a better way to handle it. Um, I do hope it's co-op. I would love to do some uh, co-op uh, action with some other people online. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Or even local co-op. What, where's the local co-op at? We need some more local co-op games. I want to play some right? people at home, you know, not always online. So you know this, what? You know? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it, no, it, made me, it made me laugh. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. It, it made me think of, of uh, I saw the trailer for this, and for whatever reason, the first thing that popped to mind seeing the four uh, logos or the outfits, I guess, mm-hmm. for the for the heroes involved. It reminded me so much of the arcade game for the Ninja Turtles from back in the day. Oh yeah, that, that four player action there. Yes. Now I highly doubt this is going to be anything like that. Oh no. But but <laughs> but it reminded me of it. I was thinking, oh, you mm-hmm. know, you got four heroes. Yeah. And there's going to be some kind of co-op going on. So yeah. for whatever reason, my mind went there. But wouldn't it be something if if these stories intertwined, like let's just say you're getting four games in one, mm, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, as you choose your character and you're going through, you know, the game, you'll be interacting with the others as part of their stories come and interact with yours. Yeah. And then, you know, you do what you got to do. And then, oh man, I want, I wonder what, I wonder what, you know, Red Hood was doing as I was playing as Batgirl. So let me try that portion of the yeah. game or that, that side of it and then go through there. So you'd have to complete all four to get the complete story. That would be cool. That would be something that I would be more inclined to, to say is probably what's going on. But it's, yeah, it's, definitely, it's definitely a, a, a pretty cool concept. I love this idea. It's just a matter of how is the gameplay really going to to interact? How are we going to mm-hmm. do the co-op? What exactly is How are they going to tie in together? Yeah. I mean, all that stuff is, is of course, up in the air. Yeah. But it looks good, man. It looks real good. Well, what's really cool is we do know who the villain is going to be. It's going to be the Court of Owls. And mm-hmm. um, that storyline's a really good one. But it's going to be weird because usually in, in the Court of Owls, comics it's batman taking them on yeah so yeah. so uh, that's why i kind of don't think batman's really dead i don't think he I, I don't can you can he can you really see bruce wayne trying to kill alfred i mean really? nah man that's, I, I think, and i think that's that's the red herring right there man that's, i find that's that to be clue. very hard to believe that's the clue right there and i and i i 100 agree with you i don't think he's dead man. oh he's dead i think i think he's doing something in the shadows and mm-hmm. uh he might end up you know popping up at the end of the game you know as a yeah 
as a big surprise type deal, you know? Yeah. But, but I, I completely agree with you. I just don't, I think if he was by himself, maybe there's a chance that he would have offed himself. But he and Alfred, nah, man, I don't think he would do that to Alfred. And 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 it reminds me so much of the Christian Bale film, dude, where you know he supposedly went off on the on the on the Batwing or whatever bat floating device, flying device, and he went out into the middle of the sea with the bomb, blew himself up. Was that the second one? I think that was the, the second. The- the third, the third one? The third one. That was that was the, the last movie. Yeah. It was it the last one where mm-hmm. he supposedly offed himself there too. Yeah. But then you see yeah. him like walking down the Killing. street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like he, he like he's fine. So I, I don't know, man. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I'm gonna check out uh, that. But we're not done with Batman yet because Victor, we got one more big, big piece of information. Uh, let's see. What's dropped. going on? Batman? We got the we have a new, there's a new Batman movie in development, uh, in development right now. It's being currently filmed. It's called The Batman. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's going to mm-hmm. be starring Robert Pattinson as, as Bruce Wayne. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, give, um, give Robert Pattinson shit for, for playing Edward. I always yeah. call him Edward. When I'm talking about him, I always call him Edward. <laughs> you know what? Me too, like, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, cause that's his, that was the iconic role that he was known for for years. I do that all the time, man. I do that all the time. Yeah. So certain, and certain stars are just casting certain roles and, and they <laughs> stick with you and that's their yeah. name for life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it's just really funny. Cause, uh, we were talking about my, well, it's funny cause my wife and I, we went to a bookstore yesterday and you know, um, for those who don't know, there's a brand new Twilight book out now. What? And, really? Uh, yeah, 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 dude, right? <laughs> no, we were just like, I don't know where. Oh, I'm going to make another book, you know? I thought that story and, um, was closed, then and done, man. <laughs> and, uh, and it's called Midnight Sun, and it's out. And, and my wife's like, she's, she's like a fangirl for that whole, that whole series. She absolutely loved that series. And um, I just couldn't get into it. I don't believe, I don't like my vampires at Twinkle, man. You know, I don't like That's them. what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it, man. You know, so like I'm know, in the same boat. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna give Robert Pattinson. I'm, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, Batman's gonna shine now. Batman's gonna uh, spark." <laughs> he, can't hide not, in, he can't hide in like, the shadows look, now, you know. <laughs> like, look, he's not, that's not the only movie he's ever done in his entire career. Like, he's done some other movies too that he's been known for. I've not seen them. Like, but he, <laughs> I can't really. But I know like, he's been out there. Yeah, I, know I know he's, he's been, been doing there. stuff. But um, when I watch this, see, I always see. Here's the thing, I. I'm very picky about Batman. Okay. Like, you know, I've watched all the Batman movies, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Michael Keaton is still probably my favorite Batman. Right? I, I love Michael Keaton. I'm a huge fan of his. He did a fantastic job playing Bruce Wayne in that eighties Batman movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Christian Bale did a good job, although he was trying too hard to sound like a rough version of Batman, you know? Yeah. That got, that like, got worse. The whole, the whole voice, yeah. the whole voice. And then um, Ben Affleck did a pretty decent job as playing an older Batman. Um, that was not bad. That was more recent. That was the most recent version of Batman we got Ben Affleck. But uh, Robert Pattinson, man. So uh, a lot of people wasn't sure about what kind of Batman we're going to get. Me personally, I've always wanted a more detective-like Batman because that's what he—that's yeah. what he was—a detective. He was the one that he was, he was trying to solve crimes, not just kick some ass. So I really feel like in this Batman, we're, we're going to get that. And um, seeing, seeing Robert Pattinson with, with the cowl and cape on, he, he, he's got it, man. He's got the Batman jaw. He's got the, he's got the look. And uh, what I did like about, what I do like about, uh, he doesn't sound like, he doesn't have that 
where are they type like you yeah know? <laughs> yeah he, he i feel like too many because uh, you know you don't need to over exaggerate batman's voice you just don't have to do it and uh, when you hear robert pattinson talk just very briefly in this uh, teaser trailer for the batman he doesn't have that rough sounding like i gotta sound like because i'm in this suit i have to talk different you know or sound different. that's right that's so, right <laughs> it always makes me yeah. always laugh this one i do laugh because my favorite line from mm. uh from one of the batman movies from uh from the uh, christian bale universe i guess you can say yeah is when he, when uh, one of the bad guys i don't recall exactly who's like dude i swear to god i didn't do anything he turns to him and he says swear to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like what dude it was just an over-the-top <laughs> version of... It was, man. It was. it was. It was like a comic book, for real. Like, when he would have some dialogue, it was just like, okay, you don't have to... Like, we know you're a badass. You don't have to, like, exaggerate it. Take it to we the next level, it. yeah. You know, like, and don't we, get me wrong. Those movies are great. They were fun. Oh, the Nolan, the Nolan trilogy of Batman was... Yeah, fantastic. it was great. Was but, yeah, they're definitely the, the, the voice was a little over-the-top. <laughs> But, uh, but uh, yeah, that that cracks me up every time. I have no idea which Batman movie it is, but man, every time it comes on, I, hit, <laughs> I, I just I was like, man, this guy went. He said, I'm going all in, you know. But uh, we got to in, the, in this trailer, um, we we see that the it appears to be that the villain is going to be the Riddler, and um, it's a it looks like it's going to be a very dark version of the Riddler, like a more of a serial killer type. Mm. I'm excited about that. Because I feel like the Riddler has always been kind of not taken seriously. Yeah, very um, campy. You know, I had Jim Carrey play as a Riddler in uh, in Batman Forever, and um, which was a very interesting role for him. Yeah, and they've yeah, always yeah. made uh, Edward Nigma, which is which is the Riddler's name. name. Uh, you know, kind of a kooky character that doesn't really get taken seriously. But I really feel like in this movie, they're really gonna make him like, okay, he is a very he is a genius. He is a villain. A yeah. Dark genius. He's very so I thought like they're making him out to be this serial serial killer type uh thing. And this movie is supposed to be coming out next year. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh it looks great. I like the bat suit. What they did with the what they did with the uh with the bat logo on the chest, it looks like those are two little guns that he can use, or that's maybe mm. his his batarangs he can throw. I think they're going to be batarangs, dude. I don't think Batman uses guns. Well, I, I meant like, <laughs> but like um, grappling hooks, whatever you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you but, go. Uh, that works. But, uh, but, but, but they look like batarangs that come out of his chest and that he can throw them and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, the Batmobile looks really interesting. It looks like a, uh, it looks almost like a 70s like Chevelle type of old looking muscle car. Mm-hmm. type for a batmobile which looks pretty cool but um it looks like a fantastic movie i, I can't wait check it out you got Dude, colin, um, colin farrell's in as the penguin in this movie yeah he's he's that the penguin cool too and man. then you got uh i think you got zoe kravitz as the uh as catwoman as catwoman that's right yeah. in this paul and paul dano gonna paul dano's gonna be the riddler yeah yeah so that's a pretty cool cast right there man it's a great that's cast. a pretty cool cast right there it's a great cast and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. 
I really loved the uh, the Joker that came out last year. That movie. Oh yeah, that movie was, was wonderful. That was great. Was phenomenal. You've got yeah. these people that are getting upset because they're like, oh well, how come Joker isn't part of the DC universe? And maybe that's look. Here's the deal, and I and I like this because we have been so our brains have been so ingrained and trained that like any mar- now that when a when a comic book movie comes out, it has to be a part of this big universe. Yeah. I don't think that has to always be the case. And I don't want it to always be the case. We don't have, we need to go back to making movies, just standalone movies. Standalone movies. And and look, I am completely fine. If Todd Phillips and walking Phoenix never make another Joker movie again, I think that would, that's just, they should just leave it because it doesn't need to be a part of a bigger universe. Just leave it alone. Like, but that's, that's a one shot, you know? Yeah. Um, the way I, the way I see it, I got a quick thought about that. I want to just, just yeah, yeah. give you guys some insight or not some insight. Just look into my mind. Here's what mm-hmm, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Movies are wonderful. Movies are meant for entertaining. And I love that. Here's the problem that I have with the universes that have been created by Marvel and DC and other um, series as well. Yeah. When you're, when you're doing it as part of a universe, you're taking someone else's idea and you're trying to mold whatever you want to do to fit that idea. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of takes away from the creativity of a standalone movie. This is why I thought that the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie was so great. That was the director taking a character and then putting his vision as to what was going on in his mind and mm-hmm. the Joker's mind. Uh, how he dealt with that, what was going on, and you know, just the fall from grace that he had from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was his vision. That was his Absolutely. look into the Joker. That was not okay. I have to, I have an idea, but I got to tweak it because you know I got to make sure it fits into movie A, B, and C. Because if it yeah. doesn't, then I'm gonna get crap from you know. And and that's the only issue I have with this. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, man. This whole universe thing is pretty cool when you can tie them in together. Sure. But I do think a way it takes away from the creativity. Yeah. That one can use on their own movie because yeah. now they have to take pieces and parts of whatever else went down and, and put it into my movie, mm. you know? Yeah. So that, that's how I've always seen it. And I think no, that's I why it. the Joker resonates so much with me because that is a standalone movie and it's freaking amazing. And yeah, it doesn't need to tie into anything, man. Just enjoy yeah. it for what it is. This is entertainment people, you know, don't Absolutely. bash it because it doesn't fit to the Batman movies. Nah, man, it's yeah. a great movie. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you have a really fantastic point there, and I completely agree because I feel like, uh, you know, because uh, the thing about a lot of these uh, universe movie type things where it's got to be a part of a bigger series, you have this issue where, you know, uh, you have different directors. Like Star mm-hmm. Wars had that issue. This this prequel, uh, this a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Had Star that Wars issue. is a great example. You know, you had you had issues with different directors, and then. Some directors didn't even complete the whole thing. Like you had that, the biggest problem was with the Justice League movie because you had Zack Snyder coming in and he, he, he shot some of the film and then mm-hmm. he had to step mm-hmm. away because he had an emergency. And so Joss, we- Joss Whedon came in and finished it. And now we have this issue where there's this whole other cut of the movie coming out next year on uh, HBO Max called The Snyder Cut. And it's supposed to be like a better, more expansive movie with different scenes and he's gonna have to even do some reshoots which is really crazy that movie came out like four years ago yeah that's right and uh he's gonna have to do some reshoots now but um you're absolutely right Victor. you you touch on a very good point that you know the problem with having to make movies in the universe is you've got to take what you what what, it's already happened you kind of can't put your own really too much of your own in that because you have to make a movie based off of either what happened before, what's going to happen, and then what's going to happen next. Happen next, yeah. So, 
for me, I, I'm a big fan of these returning to doing standalone films because they don't need to be a part of a bigger thing. They, that, that's, you know, I don't know. Look, here's, here's the thing. Back in the day, when, when Mar- and I think Marvel and DC still kind of do this, they had one-shot comic series where it was really just like, okay, we're going to take Batman and we're going to do this to him. And that's like uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. You, you said earlier Batman doesn't use guns. He actually used guns in Yeah, he comic. did right there. I remember that. And, and, that's, and, that's where they got, and, and that's where they got part of that for, uh, for uh, Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Where he he there was a sequence where like he uh, he was killing people with weapons, and a lot of people got mad. Oh, Batman doesn't kill people. Actually, you know he 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 yeah. did he did in the Dark Knight Returns. He shot people with guns. So I mean, people forget that like this doing one shots and just standalone things. They've been doing that for years. So uh, I like that they're doing it again, and they're doing it for standalone movies. So, like, for instance, if we don't ever get another Robert Pattinson Batman movie, I'm okay with that. You know, I, we don't need to – people get so set up in, in this place. Okay, this is the Batman. Robert Pattinson is going to take the cow. How many movies are we going to get with him? No. That's right, yeah. No. Why, why do we need to have more than one? Like, let's just make it a one thing, like a one-time deal, right? Yeah, this so, is their vision of Batman. This is their vision of – you know, the Dark Knight and his story with the Riddler and the Penguin and let it be, you know, because, you know, going back to to the comic books, man, they would have certain arcs, I guess, right? They would have certain battles and not all of them had to completely, you know, tie into the bigger picture of Batman. It was a, dude, I fought him this week. I fought him that week. I fought him this month. Mm -hmm. That's the story I'm going to tell. And that's the only piece I'm going to tell. That's it. I don't need to tell this piece to tie into episode. I mean, our, our comic, you know, 200 150 and 103 or whatever you know it's just it's too much man it's too much keep it simple let's not have too many you know cooks in a pot oh, and yeah. then you'll end up with something great once you do it that way but it's really hard to make a movie and then have it fit into someone else's vision it's it's just it's hard man it's really really hard and i think that's why you see a lot of this stuff where it doesn't work you get a lot of uh, blowback from fans like you just mentioned Batman doesn't use guns, right? Oh, but he did in this version because that's his vision. Yeah. Oh, but he shouldn't do that because of this. This is you're already, you're already the viewers are already comparing it to a previous work or something mm-hmm. like that, and that's what sucks, yeah. dude. Let it be. Let it let it be its own thing. Enjoy it for what it is, mm-hmm. and and be entertained, man. Just be entertained. Mm-hmm. Well, you have the and the biggest problem you have with with these big franchises like Batman, Star Wars, you know, Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that is you have the problem with, with a community uh, uh, that has, that does a lot of gatekeeping, mm. which, which basically means like, Oh, you're not a real Batman fan. If you like Batman shooting guns, for instance, or they gatekeep this stuff. And it's like, look, like, like look, this, this community should be all inclusive. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I really didn't like the rise of Skywalker, the last star Wars movie, but I'm not going to, be mad at somebody for enjoying it. I mean, if you liked it for what it was worth, fine. But like, I just didn't think it was a great way to end the whole entire saga. That's just my opinion, right? It was, it was not yeah, a very yeah, great yeah, way yeah. to yeah. But if you appreciate that movie, then by all means, you're entitled to do so. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, th- I thought the, if, if, as a standalone movie, if, if it was just The Rise of Skywalker, I thought a standalone movie was pretty good. But as the, way, as, as, as the final entry part, in an yeah. entire saga, 
not not great at all. But that's just my and, opinion. And that's, but I'm not going to go around telling people. Well, you know, if you really like Star Wars, you won't like the Rise of Skywalker. I'm not going to say right. That. Yeah, if I, you I, like I, the fan, if you like the Phantom Menace, you're not a true fan type. Deal, right. You know? Right. And it's it's and it you can't think that way, man. It's either no. you like the series or you don't, or you like certain movies and you don't, and that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. Everyone has entitled to their own opinion, to their own likes and dislikes. Yeah. But dude, don't don't force yep. your opinion yeah. on someone else. You know, that's not cool, man. No. People people like different things. Everyone's gonna be different. And if you're a fan of Star Wars, say you're a fan of Star Wars. Don't say, Oh, you can't be a fan because you like this movie. That's not cool. I don't like that. That gatekeeping sucks and I hate it. Yeah. All so right, so gonna, before be, before we yeah. move on, before we move on, yeah. before we move on. So who, what, who, what's your favorite Batman, period? Is it going to be uh, Michael Keaton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton? Hands I go down. with Kevin. I go with Kevin Conroy. That's my favorite Batman right there. Oh, you, okay. Now, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me take a step back. Let like, me take a step back. <laughs> you can't do me like that, though. I thought we were talking, I thought we were talking like, like, like live action theatrical releases. Because if you're oh, gonna do that man. now, if you're gonna do me like that, I'm gonna tell you, Kevin Conroy, hands down. Right, that the, dude is it, amazing is, as. Batman, I've had the dude. I have had the pleasure of meeting him. Oh my god! It oh was, nice. Uh, I, I got to I got to shake his hand and thank him. Like thank you for my childhood. Thank you for giving me uh, the best. You know, the hands down best Batman ever. He is Batman. I mean, is Batman. He's Batman. He is the yeah. voice of Batman. Whenever I see Batman, whenever anything comes up with Batman, I'm reading Batman. That's the voice. That's what. That's the voice you hear. Yeah, me too. That's the voice I hear. The same way. That that guy is amazing as Batman. And yes, voice actors are actors. So before we get any crap for that, you know they have to put some time and effort into what. That's right. As a matter of fact, I think they work a little more harder because they don't have the facial expressions. Yeah. To match the intensity, to match what they gotta to convey, you know. So hands down, favorite Batman is gonna be Kevin Conroy. Um, oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, man, I just had to throw that in there, man, because I just thought it was a great yeah, conversation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So before we get into this uh, stuff over Apple, uh, which which we got a lot to talk about, Apple. I told everybody mm. that uh, I, I did let people know that I would let everybody know what I thought what I thought my game of the year is so far this year. And um, Victor, feel free to feel free to chime in, and, and you know I don't know how many games you've got to play that came out this year specifically. <laughs> I will I'm tell serious, you, serious man. Go ahead. I will. I will tell you. Um, I don't think a game is gonna beat it yet. What I'm about to tell you, because I've played a lot of the games released so far this year, and uh, I will have to say, man, it's already August. We're halfway through the year. I don't know of any games coming out that are that are gonna match the uh, quality. Of a good, of a great game, does a great job with some amazing storytelling, and just lots of shit to do. I like games that just give me all kinds yeah. of shit to do. I don't like linear games where I got to follow a set path, and I'm a free roaming kind of dude. I got to be able to move around, and do what I want to do, right? So I would say f- for sure, hands down for me, the game of the year is is Ghost of Tsushima on the PlayStation Ooh. 4. Um, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I need to get back to it because I've had some other games I've had to review recently. Um, but um, I haven't finished it. There, there's there's hundreds of hours of content in in Ghost of Tsushima. It's a um, it's a it's a Japanese story, uh, and uh, it has to do with the samurai and and, a, and the samurai code. Uh, it has to do with uh, taking down uh, you know uh, the, the Khan, you know, like Kublai Khan. It talks about his like I think it's like his grandson or something like that. It's the Mongol invasion. The Mongols. Right? Yeah. The Mongols. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, uh, which was one of my favorite periods of time learning about Japan. I'm a big fan of any, all sorts of Japanese culture and things like that. So um, it is a very uh, open, open world game. So think like Red Dead Redemption. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's great. The, the sword play, the combat is, is hands down one of the best I've had in a game like this. And the best part is they just announced, uh, Sony announced that uh, Ghost of Tsushima is going to have a multiplayer mode coming out in, uh, I think, like October or September, October. So really? you'll be able to have, yeah, you'll be able to have uh, duels with other people online, which I'm so, I, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, hands down for me, guys, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year. It's, it's, just, it's just a freaking amazing game. Uh, it's very, very beautiful, very well done. The music is fantastic. The, it sets that mood uh, of that kind of time period. And um, it's got characters you can care about. It's, it's a fantastic, very, very well done game. I could easily, you could easily put in 100 plus hours into it. There's just so much to discover and so many different stories to tell. And I love how they do each mission. They kind of set up each mission like it's its own little like TV show, like mm-hmm. an episode. And... Um, Definitely, go check. I it. have not. I have not played this game, but this thing looks fucking amazing. <laughs> Look right? This. It does. This this is like right up my alley, man. This looks amazing. Yeah, I gotta check this out. You, dude, um, do yourself a favor. It's 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 worth it. It really is, and it, and it puts a lot of great lore in there too. I love games like that that have have really deep lore. This this reminds me of. Um, I'm not sure if you watched uh, Roni Kenshin back in the day. No, but this looks like a like a Rurouni Kenshin anime that's just been uh-huh. updated, uh-huh. or you know, two thousand twenty one. It, it it's just it's so amazing. I mean, that show is just about a sa- a roaming samurai, yeah. you know, making peace with himself. But I mean, this is this is crazy the way it looks. It looks so good. These still shots have just if this is gameplay, man, it looks amazing. But here's here's my thoughts on game of the year. I haven't heard much of this game. It could be just because I haven't had a chance to play much of the stuff that came out this year. Yeah. But when I'm looking through, you know, articles and I'm looking at commercials and I'm seeing stuff that's flying by on my radar, it's always the AAA stuff that comes out. Case in point would be the Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it if the popularity polls push something like that to end up being game of the year only yeah. because it's more well known. So I would say this is definitely a dark horse to win because from what I'm looking at, it just looks pretty damn good, mm-hmm. but uh, I just don't know how much weight it's going to have in the grand scheme of things for that popularity pool. Cause I see game of the year as popularity. That's hard. Uh, I, I will tell you this. Cause I let's go. I will. I will tell you this. Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year so far because there is still one more game. Victor, that has been on my radar, been on millions of gamers' radars for the past four years. For millions, huh? Cyberpunk 2077 comes out in November. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> that's going to – oh, but you know what? Look at the it's, time the time frame of when that's coming out, though. I know. I know, man. November uh, – I think it's like November 19th. Um, November yeah, – yeah, November 19th. Right. November 19th. Cyberpunk? No, no, no. Is it going to be a standalone? 
Cyberpunk, so, 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 Cyberpunk is a, uh, it's based off a, it's based off a boy, like a dragon. Oh, yes. All right. It's going to yeah, have Keanu. Yeah, 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 it's going to yeah, have yeah, Keanu. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already bonded. We got two months. Of months. Right there, right up there with Rockstar. This is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good. Checking it out. And checking here, it out. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the part that catches my attention the most, and I think this is the part that's going to pull in a lot of fans. Uh-huh. It's going to have mod support. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That right there is gonna just be like, dude, this game is so amazing. I'm gonna start fighting whatever the hell I want because mm-hmm. I'm gonna mod the game to whatever I want it to yes. be. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's gonna push it over the edge. That is amazing. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I so had the wrong fucking game in mind. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, it is. Wait a minute. No, it's not. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Uh, Cyberpunk. Right. Cyberpunk comes out in November, so we got we got that coming out. And I'm telling you right now, um, Ghost of Tsushima is going to keep me really busy until then. And I still have. I I don't think I'm even halfway through the story mode on Ghost, and I've put in probably thirty hours. Like I, I like it's such a deep, massive game so uh yeah um so moving I, on i from, need that i need that in my life i gotta you go need get, to get that. that man it's, it's yeah, good. I, i'm gonna no, go get that because that looks pretty damn good and that's right up my alley man oh, i yeah. love I'm, I'm into japanese culture too and and this thing is just it's so amazing oh dude it's so amazing you don't even know man wait till you wait till you play it it's, it's yeah gonna... <laughs> yeah i gotta i gotta it's get, gonna I gotta draw get you in this. it's gonna draw you get in me this all right, I'm sorry. I got so distracted there. So no, you get so <laughs> <laughs> I saw something no. shiny and they caught my no. attention. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. It's <laughs> exactly what no, it, it happens, man. So we got so we got some stuff. Uh, oh man, Apple, Apple, man. Apple is um got some stuff going on, man. They got some stuff going on. But do we we got man. Apple's got some issues, got some problems. Uh, speaking of gaming industry, so Apple it, it we'll start we'll, it all started um uh, last month or this month actually, uh, where they, they're having some issues with uh, Microsoft first. So uh, earlier in the month, uh, they decided to... Uh, so let's, let's, just, let's back up the bus here for a second. Microsoft has, has Game Pass, as you know, mm-hmm. and they announced that in September, their, uh, their cloud-based streaming service, which was known as Project X Cloud to those of us who were beta testing it like myself for the last mm-hmm. year, um, Microsoft announced this month that it is going to be included in the $15 a month Game Pass Ultimate subscription. Yeah, so that's cool. It's not going to be an extra cost. A lot of us thought it would be an extra cost, and it's not. So for $15 a month, you're going to be able to stream over 100 games to your smartphone and tablet. But, Victor, it will not be available on Apple's iPhone and iPad. <laughs> um, the reason. Uh, an Apple spokesperson said is because Apple, (laughs) this is so ridiculous, isn't able to review each game that's available through game pass. And uh, this is so dumb. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. This is a quote from business. uh, This is a business insider article. And this is a quote from that spokesperson says the app store was created to be a safe and trusted place for customers to discover and download apps and a great business opportunity for all developers. An Apple spokesperson told Business Insider, before they go on our store, all apps are reviewed, 
against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect consumers and to provide a fair and level playing field to developers, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, because Microsoft isn't submitting each game on streaming service to Apple's review process, the app that enables access to those games is being blocked from publishing. Now, here's what Microsoft responded with. They fired back. It says, Apple stands alone as the only general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass. It consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps, even mm. when they include interactive content. So here's the deal. And this is why, yeah. this, is, this, is why this is ridiculous. So you, have, uh, you're, you already have video streaming services, which are like you know, Hulu and That's Netflix right. and Disney Plus and oh, yeah. uh, Amazon Prime. Video. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. We got, there's tons of them out there now, right? And uh, do you think that Apple goes in there and says, okay, Netflix, let's look at all your you know, 20,000 plus movies you have in there. We're going to review each and every one of them. Exactly. No, they're not doing that. There's no damn way they're doing that. And, exactly. And, uh, so, but they do it on their games. And uh, I feel like that's it's just, it's just weird. To me. It's petty. It's, it's stupid petty. and it's petty. Yeah. You know, it's, it's petty. Microsoft should have let out a statement saying, Apple, you dumbasses. I don't see you, I don't see you guys reviewing everything on Netflix. So what the hell? You know? I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty simple, man. I just think this is an Apple and Microsoft beef more than anything else. Oh, it, absolutely. You know, it's it one of those deals where they're my competitor and I don't want my competitors crap on my, my device. That's, that's what I honest to God believe it boils so, down to. So it's so petty, man. So here's Apple's reason. Okay. Somebody actually said, so why don't you guys do this for Netflix and Spotify? So here's what they said. Apple said games are interactive, unlike music and film, and there are consumer expectations baked into the Apple Store related to gaming. So what? <laughs> Who cares? Like, really? This is dumb. It's, it's, it's one dumb. of those deals. This is the way I see it. And this is where I think it sheds light into how stupid this is. Hmm? They're clearly saying that, okay, video games are interactive, whereas movies are not. <laughs> okay, if that's a statement you want to say, well, don't I, as a consumer, have to select the movie I want to watch? It's not mm. like you're just throwing a video in front of me and I'm forced to watch it. No, I pick and choose. <laughs> and if I want to watch some crappy, corny crap, then I'm going to watch crappy, corny crap. If I want to watch <laughs> some gore, then I'm going to watch some gore. It's going to be the same thing with video yeah. games. You're going to get some very campy video games. And you're going to get some games that are pretty hardcore. So what if it's interactive or not? The consumer yeah. still chooses to do that as opposed to it being forced upon. So I just think it's a very stupid argument on Apple's part uh, for this particular incident. Uh, it, it's just so petty, man. This is just a petty, petty, yeah. petty dispute. And, yeah. and, and uh, I just honestly I don't think they want Microsoft crap on their Apple devices. I just, I just don't. I just think that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of it's just it's just petty. Like you know, I've never I've never been a big Apple fan. Like I had an iPhone, I couldn't get into it. It's it's too basic for somebody like me. And I'm not saying look, I'm not saying that everybody who has an iPhone 
is a basic person. Like, okay. No, yeah, of course. I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Look, you're entitled. Look, everybody's entitled to like what they like. And that's absolutely fine. But I never really bought into the whole Apple thing. Cause one, I feel like their stuff is way overpriced. It's like Nike. It's like paying for a $400 pair of shoes. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't feel like it's necessary to me, you know, um, Two, you know, Apple's phones are never really intended to last a long time. I feel like they don't support their devices as long as they should. Um, you know, and it's not like, it's not like, oh, Brian's just broke, can't afford an iPhone. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I just don't want to, I just choose to spend my money on other things. Yeah. Not, no, I, I don't I'm feel with need you. To, I don't feel the need to drop $1,200 on a brand new iPhone. I think it's absolutely ridiculous anyway. No, I, I hear you. I hear you, you know? 100% because I feel the same way uh, to certain regards too. I just think the stuff is super pricey. I don't think it's meant to last, to be honest with you. Same, mm-hmm. same boat as you. Yeah. Another gripe that I've had with Apple devices is uh, they just don't play nice with other devices. No, they don't. Un- unless it's Apple. It's got to be Apple to Apple type stuff. And you can't, you know, you just can't interact it with anything else. And I think that's a little weird uh, considering that we're all connected, um, particularly in music is where I had issues with it. And I just, I, I, always, I always told myself, if I already purchased this song, or album or whatever. Why can't I play it on this device? Or why can't I stream it here? I just don't understand why that's I can't because, do that. That's because Apple wants you to be integrated into all of their brand. All of their shit. And yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. If it's not Apple, you can't use it. And I don't like that. Yeah, if like I buy I, a CD, I should play it on my Samsung. Uh, you know, whatever. whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, I can yeah. play it on Samsung. I can play it on my whatever, whatever, whatever brand. I can play it because it's mine. Oh, could you imagine Apple, if they... Could you imagine how petty you'd be if it was like, well, this CD only plays on Samsung CD players. That's right. Um, and it's like, what? No, <laughs> man. Dude, that doesn't work that way. Yeah, no. So I have whatever the hell on my card. It's different. And yeah, you should so, be able to play it there too. But Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, uh, that's always been my problem with Apple is it's all about uh, exclusivity in, in a dangerous form where, you know, uh, you can't do certain things because it has to only be on an Apple device. Like, I think that's just dumb. Um, that's one thing I've always liked about Android devices. That's why I always like prefer an Android phone way over a, 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 an Apple phone. It's cause you can do more on an Android phone. It's more open source than an Apple device. Um, you know, I guess with Apple, you're paying for the, they say you're paying for the durability, but I've heard from people that Apple phones suck. Like, like they break easily. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's what I've heard. I, I've not heard they're very durable. However, I will say, I do now own a MacBook, uh, not a new one. Trust me, not a, not a brand new one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it very clear. I want to make it very clear. I'm going to tell you something right now. I got my MacBook. It's a 2009 MacBook. I had never used a MacBook before, uh, by the way. I've heard they're, they're great. So I bought one off someone on Craigslist for 50 bucks, Victor. <laughs> oh, nice, man. And um, yeah, it was a little beat up, but I, but I gave it some good old TLC and it's great. And I will tell you this, I'm very shocked that a 11-year-old laptop works as well as it does. And um, I like it. You know, I like it. I, I enjoy it. I bought it mostly for my wife to have a second laptop, to have another laptop. But uh, I love it. It's great. I like their laptops. I, I, I can't really say anything wrong about their computers because that's what they started doing to begin with was, uh, was, was laptops and, and, yeah. and Mac and Macintosh and all that, Apple II. I grew up, I grew up going to school playing on the organ trail on Apple II. Oh, yeah, um, man. Me too. So, I mean, you know, but... Um, the century sucks. 
But Apple, has, <laughs> yeah, right. Apple has has kind of evolved into like that evil corporation kind of in a way. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. And, and speaking of which, we're not even done yet. This is just the beginning. <laughs> Apple is Apple is in some interesting waters here. So now I will say that this next thing we're going to talk about to kind of close out the show mm-hmm. is uh, I, I'm actually on their side a little bit. Yeah. Here. No, so, yeah. I was so, about to say that too. I think in particular this instance they're wrong. Mm-hmm. In the next instance. They're kind of, they're pretty right. So, yeah. so Apple, um, Apple's having an, an issue. Uh, they're in a court proceeding right now with Epic Games. And Epic Games ended up, or Apple ended up banning, I believe, right? A- Apple did it? Yeah. Yeah, I think Apple, they were, oh, you know what? It wasn't just Apple too. Google Play also yeah. removed as Google, well. So, so Google Play and Apple have both removed Fortnite from their uh, respective app stores. Mm-hmm. And the reason, Victor, is because Epic Games is trying to circumvent uh, having to pay a percentage out to both Apple and Google for, uh, for, for any like uh, in-app purchases. So basically how this works is, for those who've never played a, uh, a game with in-app purchases, you know, Fortnite's on consoles, it's on PCs, on smart, smartphones, uh, they have what's called V-Bucks. And you can buy V-Bucks to, um, to, to buy like the Battle Pass every year, the, or you can buy like costumes and things like that, little mm-hmm. customization options and skins, etc. And uh, say, for instance, like I'm a console gamer. So if I play Fortnite on my Xbox and it asks me if I want to buy V-Bucks, so what happens is it pops up in the uh, Microsoft store. Mm-hmm. So you have to go through the Microsoft store to purchase V-Bucks because Microsoft makes a cut out of any sort of in-app purchases that you do. So Epic kind of decided, you know what? We don't like that. So they decided to circumvent that process on Apple. And I believe they did the same thing on Google. By uh, instead of having payments go through Apple and Google, they decided to start doing direct payments instead. So initially, you, you actually don't go through uh, Apple or Google. You go through Epic Games. And uh, Apple doesn't make anything from that at all yeah so uh everybody knows has known since the beginning of time when they started doing these dlc purchases or in-app purchases that you always have to go through the main like uh service like whether it's xbox live playstation network for instance mm-hmm. uh you know the, the google e-shop, play store you know, google or play that store app store whatever apple store um that you have to go through them to purchase your extra content for whatever you're playing. And, and just to be clear, and it makes sense and for makes that sense. to happen. Yeah. You know, because, you know, if it wasn't for that particular store or that particular network, you would not be playing that particular game. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. didn't have an Apple device and you wanted to play Fortnite, you had to go through Apple uh, store to get the game. So it would make sense that if you made any kind of purchase on that game, a small cut would go to Apple. That makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. so this here just it seems so it's so weird that epic games decided to bypass that it's just to circumvent as you say and not only that man i'm reading this article 
And not only were they circumventing the, the, the payments, but they also dropped their uh, Epic Games, dropped their price 30% to seem more appealing to do it directly to Epic Games as opposed to using the Apple Store. Well, the reason, that. well the reason why, uh, another reason why Epic, uh, or why this isn't right to do is because uh, Apple st- states that uh, no developers... I'm just, I'm loosely quoting this here are allowed to offer a competing app store and a competing payment processing option to a customer. So in essence, you cannot say, okay, come through our app store and buy it. You can't do that. And it looks like apps, the Apple app stores standard uh, is a 30% cut. So they make 30% off the dollar uh, uh, off of every purchase, basically, mm-hmm. that uh, you go through them. When you buy, like, you know, microtransactions, whatever you want to call them, in an app. And I mean, I feel like it just makes sense. Like, I, I don't see why that's bad. Because... I mean, it's the same thing as like Microsoft and Xbox, right? Yeah, it's exactly I mean, same thing. You know, I mean, they gotta get paid somehow. They can't just put a free app on their store and not make money off of it. I'm looking at the screenshot of the purchase screen on an Apple device. I don't have one for Google, but I do have one for Apple. And it just says, you know, how do you want to pay? And it's got two options: Apple App Store, and it says Epic Direct Payments. Apple App Store has it at nine ninety nine regular price. Epic Direct Payment has a $7.99, and then they wrote discount price on it. So I think that Epic is definitely trying to push consumers to do the Epic Direct Payment here, and I think that's definitely not giving them, you know, a fair choice. I think they're just really, really, really trying to uh, uh, do the wrong here. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like, I can't believe this is what it says. I don't like this. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that the $7.99 is really a, a discounted price. I just think it's what they pay, you know, regularly. They would have given 30% to the Apple anyway, so they're not getting any much of a difference in money is here. So it's tripping me out that this is what it says. And I, I think Apple and Google uh, are in the right here. I don't think Epic should be doing this. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, once again, it's it's, it's no different than, you know, X, Xbox yeah, like, and, yeah. and the PlayStation. I mean, you know, I get people, I get people want to play for, and I'm mobile. I'm not a big mobile gamer anyway. So like, this doesn't really, I, I, I don't give a shit about this personally, right? Like I don't play games on mobile devices. I never understood playing these, how you can play these kind of games on a mobile. I, I tried like uh, PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I tried it mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. my phone one time and I was like, eh, I can't, I just can't, can't get into it. And, um, you know, I think it's very clear here. Like, and I could be wrong. If somebody's listening and, and, and Apple's in the wrong somehow, please let us know. I, I, I'm all about you know, try to understand and I want to be, I want to make sure that, you know, um, but, uh, I, I feel like this, you know, take away all the complexities here. 
uh, it's as clear as, look, if you're going to have a game on our store, a free game, and you're having in-app purchases, you already know what the policy is. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, follow the policy. Like, you know, this has been going on for the test since the test of time. Like, you know, um, you know, I, I don't think, I, as far as I know, I don't think that uh, Epic is doing this on the Xbox and, or PlayStation Store. I think you still have to go through. So wh- wh- that that's what makes me kind of wondering why. Why is Epic Games doing this to Apple and Google? Yeah, they're not doing it to Microsoft and Sony. Sony. So it's weird, man. It's but odd. you know what? This is what it sounds like to me. It sounds like someone did not read the terms and conditions before signing a contract. That's what it sounds like to yeah. me. Yeah. But let's be real, man. Nobody reads that damn thing. That shit is so long. Well, not personally, I don't. But I mean, when you when you're got when you have a video game, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's you know millions of dollars involved, you got lawyers to read that stuff to make sure there's nothing in there that would you know, what's the word here that will compromise, you know, what you're trying to do. I'm looking at this article at CNET and they're claiming that Epic just did not know that Apple was going to take a 30% cut. That doesn't sound right to me. They had to have known because it had to have been in the contract. It's got to be in there. It says here, and I quote, Epic has never approved of the 30% cut taken by Apple and Google on their respective app stores, end quote. How can they not know? That's got to be in the contract. I feel like it's got to be in the contract. You know, you know, I feel like it's, I feel like Apple's kind of like being like a Karen and I hate that word (laughs) because, because I feel like they're, they're the ones going like, okay. It's like they're going into like, say, I don't know, Walmart. And they're bitching about the price of a of a apple pie. I don't want to pay seven bucks for this. Go shop somewhere else. Like, I, like you know, like I mean, and, and and honestly, here, like these developers know what these policies are. They're not, you know, like I mean, if you didn't read the whole entire handbook on what the policy is, that's your own damn fault. That's on you. Yeah. Like exactly. I mean, you know, you know what you're getting yourself into. These these are contracts. These are freaking contracts. You don't sign. Like, look, dude, don't, you don't sign these fucking contracts. And, and, uh, <laughs> especially and when then, it's a very popular game like and this. And then you I go mean, years later and say, oh, you know what? Well, we, we don't, you know, we don't like that. That's tough. <laughs> That's just tough. Yeah. And, no, yeah. You know, you either, you either, you either do it or you don't do it. Take your game somewhere else. And you know, you know what? On- this, and that's a good point you just made. How long has this game been on the Apple Store now? Oh, it's, it's gotta like, been on there for a while, right? For like three or four years at least. Okay, so then the moment that you noticed you weren't getting your full payment, that's when you should have started to bitch and complain if you, honest to God, believed that you were not getting what you had signed up for. Not four or five years later, man. You just don't do that. So I don't know. I don't know what their deal is. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what the hell Epic Games is thinking, but it's on them if if they sign something that they're not happy about but apple and google and anybody else that has fortnite on it i think they're in the right here and if they're entitled to a cut of what consumers decide to pay on their particular service and that's what they should get i I just don't like this i'm I'm not happy with epic right now so so apple so apple this is two days ago uh there's another court document stating that apple feels that epic has had the advantages of access to the apple store with uh but has decided that it would rather enjoy those benefits without paying for them absolutely yeah 
That's right. Like, absolutely. I mean, how are you going to let your game? I mean, that's just, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I'm certain that Epic Games had to have paid something to put their game on the App Store. But I'm also right. certain that in, in that agreement that they signed, that they have, I mean, if they didn't have their lawyer look at it, that's, that's their own that's, damn fault. Yeah. You know, like, and, and I'm pretty um, sure it's in there, man. I'm pretty sure it's in there. Any app purchase, you know, Apple will take a cut, whatever that cut is. Yeah. They're going to take a cut. And, and that's fair. I'm with Google and I'm with Apple on this one. That is fair. Uh, you know, the app, the purchase would never have been made if it wasn't on the app store. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and then, uh, and then, just, Epic, crazy, and then Epic did this thing where um, they, they did a uh, commercial making fun of the 1985 or 1984, uh, 84, 84 commercial yeah. that, that, that Apple had a long time ago. And they did a, an anti Apple Fortnite tournament, apparently. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, you, do, do people realize Fortnite is not exclusive to Apple? You, right. you can go play Fortnite on, on the console, on PC, even. Like, so they're acting like, the, they're acting like that, that mad stepchild that wants to throw a tipper tantrum because they didn't get their way. Oh, I want to play, but, but our game should be on Apple too. But, well, then follow the freaking rules, man. Like, they, they put those policies in place for a reason. So, I mean, yeah, they're doing a, um, they called the, uh, they're calling the tournament, which is actually today. Well, oh, as really? Just, as of this recording, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, as of today, we'll, we'll say yesterday for all intents and purposes. Uh, the tournament's called hashtag free Fortnite cup. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy to me. I mean, come on. And and let's be clear, you know, I know that we had a little blurb here about Apple, but Google's involved here too, man. And they're suing Google as well. So, you know, Apple's not the only one that's being sued over this. And this whole free Fortnite business, that's just ridiculous. I mean, come on. They even have freedom from what? They even have a... uh a character that's called the bad apple that they're introducing. <laughs> Are they really that upset about it? I mean, it definitely sounds like a kid that's taking their basketball and walking away. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's just like he even says, this is on, this is on Epic game site. This is their site. It says here, it says, uh, if you're left behind on iOS after chapter two, season four, <laughs> uh. the, party, the party continues on PS4, Xbox one, Nintendo switch, PC, Mac, GeForce now. And, but so so there you go. They know they can play on all these other devices. So why why target it. Apple, man? <laughs> you know, I, I don't get that either. Because they tried to do something they, they knew they couldn't do, and they got called out for it. And that's just it. Tough luck. Too bad Epic Games. Like I can't like I cannot I cannot back that at all. Like, you know? That's that's insane to me that it even had to go that far. This is just something that's, you know, it's a whiny kid is what it is that says, you know what, I'm taking my ball, I'm going home. Or actually, I'm going to go play over here because I can get away with crap on this side. At least that's what it feels like. That's what it seems like to me. But it's, it's this sucks, dude. I don't like that. I don't like companies doing that. It makes me feel like they're trying to pull some kind of wool over consumers' eyes. Yeah, I don't like it either. You know, it's like, it's just something there that makes me feel a little uneasy. Like if you're trying to pull this crap over here, what are you going to try to pull over me yeah. later? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big Fortnite player. My kid is pretty big on it, actually. He's like on it all every day. But again, it, it's it's one of those deals where it just makes me feel like if you're trying to get away with something here, you know, what are you gonna try to get away with when I get involved? So I don't know. Just not not something I'm too thrilled about. I'm not too happy about it. And and the and the funny part of this video, they're trying to uh, claim irreparable harm. <laughs> so they, I think they're trying to sue <laughs> Apple for like damages. You hurt, you hurt my feelings, man. That's that, they, <laughs> that they caused themselves. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, so wait, man. so not only did you go into Walmart and bitch about the, the pie being seven bucks, so now you're <laughs> going to go to court and sue them for it? Oh, come yeah. on. Get out of here, dude. No, no, no. no. Because, of, because the pie was too much, it caused emotional Bro. harm, man. Bro, <laughs> you hurt my feelings. I'm going to take you to court for it. Get oh out. my goodness, man! Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my god, that makes me so mad. I can't stand that. I, I yeah, that that's just insane, dude. I that, gotta be that. Honest. I don't understand. I just. Don't I mean, and, and please, please, listeners, let me know if I'm wrong. Like, is, am I missing? I'm looking at. Are, are we missing something? Are am we I missing, missing something, something here? Major? Yeah. Like, is Epic in the right? I don't see how. I mean, it's very plain and clear that they tried to do something that was obviously not part of their agreement. Look, the only way so, I see the only way I see know? Epic being right here, the only way I see Epic being right here is if the contract says, "Oh, you're entitled to 15% and Apple's charging 30." Okay, I get oh, no. that. Oh, no, I no. get that. But it doesn't seem like that's the case here. No. Especially when it's been going on for so long now. That does not seem to be the case. So, I don't know. Again, unless we're missing something, you know, Epic Games is in the wrong here. Apple, Google, and everyone else should be entitled to their cut. And yeah, man. And uh, I, I just don't get this. This definitely sounds like, you know, for lack of a better phrase, but Epic what? Games being a Karen, you know, and and it's just it does not. It's not right. I think it's odd that. Uh, why didn't they do this to Xbox and PS4? That's right. Like and that's and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying is that yo, they look like they took their ball and they're saying, "Screw you, Apple. Screw you, Google. I'm gonna go play over here and just go over to Microsoft." So it I just mean, makes me wonder what's going on on that side right now. You know, what's going on with Sony? What's going on with the Switch? That was not happening with Apple and Google. I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I and that's why I go back to contract dispute. I think there's something in the contract that some dumbass lawyer did not read and now app uh, not apple but epic games is not happy about but you signed it mm-hmm. you're already on there you're in, you have to follow through with that so that's what i think i'm sure i'm sure you know people are taking sides you got team team epic and team apple you know just like everything else in life i'm sure there's oh yeah, yeah we got oh, listeners yeah. that are probably like no you guys are stupid no no time about it you know epic's in the right here i i mean Hey, by Edu- all force, speak your mind. Yeah, speak us. your mind. Let us know. I, leave, leave comments. Because now, honestly, I hear what this is. Because honestly, I'm looking at all of this. I'm looking at, uh, uh, you know, three. I got three different sites pulled up. And I'm looking, and it's all saying the same thing. I just, I don't see how Epic's in the right here. I, I just, I don't, I don't. And I don't, yeah, and, I wanna, so and, I, and I want to, and I want to understand why they're doing it to just Apple. And they're not trying to do this uh, circumventing stuff on Microsoft and ps4 i I don't know it's it's weird it's weird man it's a weird world dude this this year is this this year has whack this this year year has has just been insane insane insanity 
we have mystery bands. We have viruses going on. We just oh, got God. all kinds of stuff. We got UFOs being leaked out now. This, and this, what's, what's next? <laughs> I mean, what's next? We had murder hornets at one point, which mysteriously disappeared. So, I mean, Dude. we had so much stuff going on this year that it's just ridiculous. But, you know, I guess even corporate news is a little ridiculous too, right? Absolutely. So, I don't know, man. Absolutely, man. But that's just weird. It's been odd. Well, guys, that's all the time we have today for this episode of The Dragon Cast. Thank you guys so much for listening to us here on Spotify as well as on the uh, <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Apple. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Apple. Thank you, Apple. Um, Thank you, Apple, for letting us be on your show. <laughs> on, uh, on, on iTunes, we're on Google Play, uh, Google Play Store, uh, Google Music. And then you can also listen to us on SoundCloud. And uh, be sure to catch us. Next week, as we'll have uh, Chester rushing on the show, it will be a video oh, yeah. podcast, so you guys will be able to watch that on YouTube. And um, yeah, man, uh, thanks, thanks for all this, and uh, thank you guys for watching this. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>